This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Runners lead at second and third. Here's the payoff pitch and a swing and a miss. Alvarez strikes out on a 97-mile-an-hour fastball, and Hayter gets it done. Padres take game two of this series by a final of 4-2. to two. Kind of a wild ninth inning here in Queens, but the job is done. Padres win it in New York City. The final, the Padres 4 and the New York Mets 2. What a ball game tonight at City Field in Flushing, Queens. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday as the Padres bounce back really, really nicely, winning the middle game of this three-game series after losing the opener yesterday. Now the Padres will go for a series win tomorrow in New York City and in uh, the rubber game of that three-game series against the New York Mets. A lot to do on our post-game show. We'll have all the highlights for you coming up in just a little bit. We'll also go back to New York, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin, and much, much more to come. Final totals in this game for the Padres, four runs, nine hits, no errors. They left on seven. And for the Mets, two runs, five hits, no errors. They left on seven as well. There is so much to talk about Regarding this game here tonight, where do you want to begin? Ryan Weathers had a really good outing, and we can talk about the offense. We can talk about the bullpen. We can talk about Manny Machado's big two-run double in the fifth inning. Bogarts ended up being a huge home run in the ninth inning to make it a three-run lead, and what the bullpen did, getting out of jams. But the story begins with what Ryan Weathers did all the way back in the first inning. Bases loaded, nobody out, gets a strikeout, double play ball, out of the inning. No damage. And then Weathers found a way to settle in. Limited damage uh, damage in the fourth inning. Makes it five innings, one run given up. Picks up his first win of the season. He was really, really important. And like Jesse and Tony said, I think arguably the story of this game, beyond even what the bullpen did and even what uh, the, the Padres offense did here tonight. The bullpen was terrific. Brent Honeywell, a 1-2-3 sixth inning. Luis Garcia worked around a two-out single in the seventh inning. Then in the eighth inning, trouble for Steven Wilson, finds his way out of it, a huge strikeout with two runners on base, Francisco Lindor at the plate. And then the ninth inning, same thing. Tying run on second base, two on, runners on second and third, 
and Josh Hader finds a way to strike out Francisco Alvarez to end the game. So all in all, a lot to talk about, a lot of great performances tonight by the Padres, and we will break it all down, play the highlights, go back to New York, hear from Bob Melvin, and much, much more to come. Again, the final in New York City, the Padres 4 and the Mets 2. We get it rolling on our postgame show when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Our postgame show continues on the Padres Radio Network. Final score at City Field in New York. The Padres 4, the Mets 2, an October-like game here in early April as the Padres pick up the win in the middle game of this three-game series. And now the rubber game tomorrow. Padres will go for a series win and another series win to wrap up this road trip. We'll see if they can do that. First things first, we have a lot to break down, discuss from a really good ball game in New York today. And there's just a ton to talk about from this game really is and we'll get to all of it we will hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit from New York stay tuned for that we will take your phone calls a little bit later in the show 833-288-0973 the phone number to call again 833-288-0973 the phone number we do have a couple of calls coming in already so hang on uh, if you uh, if you want to sit on hold for a little bit you can it's going to be a little while till we get to your phone calls but we will later in the postgame show as, again, the Padres win it 4-2 to against the New York Mets. Let's take a listen back to some of the highlights from this game. It was a good one. The Padres didn't score in the top of the first inning against Mets starter David Peterson. In the bottom half, the Mets had a major threat against Ryan Weathers. Two walks and a single loaded the bases with nobody out. But Weathers bounced back to strike out Pete Alonso. Then it was Mark Canna. Bases loaded, one out. Here's the one and two to Canna. And a late swing, little floater up the middle. Going to be played on one hop by Kim. Steps on the bag for one. And the throw to first is in time. An inning-ending double play. Matt said the bases loaded, nobody out. They do not score. Padres had runners at first and third with one out in the second inning, but Trent Grisham grounded into an inning-ending double play. Both starting pitchers would settle in, including Ryan Weathers, who retired the side in order in both the second and the third. Fast forward to the fourth inning, Francisco Lindor started it with a single. Then a single from Pete Alonso sent Lindor to third. Weathers then picked off Alonso. Mark Hanna hit a sack fly to right field to score Lindor. The Mets led 1-0, but again, Weathers did a really good job limiting the damage to just that one run. Meanwhile, David Peterson started his day with four scoreless innings. In the fifth inning, Luis Campusano hit a leadoff single. Off the wall in left field, he would only get one. Brandon Dixon singled with one out. A ground out to first base from Xander Bogarts moved the runners up to second and third. The inning was left up to Manny Machado. Two balls in, two strikes the count. Peterson kicks, and the pitch is hit over Escobar, down the line, and fair. 
Both runs going to come in to score with two outs. Manny hustling into second. Bam's throw is not in time. A two-run double for Machado, and the Padres hop right in front here in the fifth inning. Brian Weathers finished his game with a 1-2-3 fifth inning. He was in line for the win, and the Padres' bullpen took over. Brent Honeywell tossed a 1-2-3 frame in the sixth inning. Luis Garcia worked around a two-out single in the seventh inning. On to the eighth inning, Padres still leading 2-1. to one. Stephen Wilson entered. He walked Eduardo Escobar to start the frame. He then walked Brandon Nimmo with one out. The tying run on second, go-ahead run on first base. Wilson then got a fielder's choice from Starling Marte for out number two. There were still runners on first and second with two men away. Francisco Lindor was next. And the one-two to Lindor. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Got him with a slider down. And the inning is over. We went to the ninth inning. The Padres still looking for insurance, leading 2-1. to one. Luis Campusano led off with a double. He was still on second base with two outs. That's when Xander Bogarts dug in. Camposano at second, two outs. Here's the 1-1 pitch. That's it in the air deep down the left field line. Tommy Pham going back. He is looking up. This one gonna go way up and out here at City Field. Bogarts again. His fourth home run of the season. A two-run shot, and it will not be a one-run game in the bottom of the ninth inning. The Padres now lead 4-1. to one. That was enormous. A two-run home run for Xander Bogarts in the top of the ninth inning made it a 4-1 to lead for the Padres heading to the bottom of the half of the ninth inning. And that 4-1 to lead would prove to be really, really important. Here's why. Josh Hader came on for the bottom half of the ninth inning. He walked Pete Alonso, struck out Mark Hanna, but then walked Jeff McNeil. Tommy Pham then hit an RBI single. That made it a 4-2 to game. So... The tying runs were on, the winning run at the plate. A ground out off the bat of pinch hitter Tomas Nito sent the runners up to second and third. McNeil to third, Pham to second. So, 4-2 to two Padres in front, two outs, runners on second and third, the tying run standing on second base, the winning run at the plate, and it was Hayter facing the young catcher for the Mets, 21-year-old Francisco Alvarez. Hayter did this. Runners lead at second and third. Here's the payoff pitch and a swing and a miss. Alvarez strikes out on a 97-mile-an-hour fastball, and Hayter gets it done. Padres take game two of this series by a final of 4-2. to two. Kind of a wild ninth inning here in Queens, but the job is done. A really, really good ball game tonight in Queens. Padres win it 4-2 to two over the New York Mets. They had a little bit of everything. Great starting pitching. Great bullpen work, enough offense, insurance runs late, just a really good win. Another really good win on this road trip for the San Diego Padres. Padres win it 4-2. to two. Again, the final totals for San Diego, four runs, nine hits, no errors, and for New York, two runs, five hits, no errors. The winning pitcher, Ryan Weathers. Losing pitcher was David Peterson, and Josh Hader picked up his fourth save of 2023. Hader, a perfect four for four in save opportunities so far. That's another positive for the Padres right now. It was good to see Manny Machado with a hard hit ball, a big RBI double in the fifth inning, and then Xander Bogarts. We've said it so many times how good he's been in the very early portion of his Padres career. Did it again. I mean, the home run in the ninth inning ends up being a huge, huge moment in this game. 
no way around it. Padres ended up needing all those runs, and Bogarts, that home run was enormous in the ninth inning, gave Josh Hader a little bit of breathing room, and he ended up needing it with uh, the tying runs getting on base and the winning run at the plate, but Hader bearing down to strike out Alvarez and end the game securing a 4-2 Padres win. Well, step aside, we will go to New York here from Padres manager Bob Melvin. On the other side of this break, we also have the out-of-town scoreboard, your phone calls, and much, much more to get to on our post-game show. Again, the final, San Diego 4, New York 2. We keep it rolling when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The Padres take a bite out of the Big Apple today in New York as the Padres beat the New York Mets in the middle game of their three-game series, the final Padres 4, Mets 2. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday evening. A really good win for the Padres here tonight. Padres, four runs, nine hits, no errors. And for the Mets, two runs, five hits, and no errors. Ryan Weathers went five solid innings. Padres got big hits in this game from Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts, they got really good bullpen work from Honeywell, Garcia, Wilson, and Hayter. They combine to shut the door, giving up one run in four innings of relief. And the Padres get a good win after a tough loss yesterday in New York. And now the Padres set up uh, the potential for a series win tomorrow at City Field, then a chance to end this road trip on a high note. And I'll tell you what, if the Padres can go to Atlanta, win, at, win three out of four, go to New York, win two out of three. That is a darn good road trip. It really is. So Padres now have an opportunity to do that tomorrow. We'll see what happens uh, with all that tomorrow. And that's uh, an early start time, by the way, uh, tomorrow uh, with the Padres uh, starting at 10, 10 a.m. Pacific time here on the West Coast. We'll be on the air with the pregame at 9, 10. So it's going to be a little Padres and pancakes and a cup of coffee tomorrow. Padres improved to 7-5 and five with the win. The Mets drop to an even 6-6. Six and six with the defeat. We'll have much more on this game. More of my thoughts. We'll take your phone calls coming up. 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number if you want to get involved. 833-288-0973. I'm also, as always, taking your tweets at 973thefansd or at my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. You can also hit me up on Instagram at Sammy Lev there, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. TikTok, Sammy Levitt. Add the I-T-T to the Sammy Lev. Would love to hear from you. Get your thoughts about this game what did you like what did you enjoy if you didn't like something you can tell me that too but uh, certainly uh, a very good win for the Padres and by the way just because I'm thinking about it right now one other aspect of this game that I think deserves a mention right here right now Luis Camposano three hits in this game got the rally started in the ninth inning which ended up being huge Caught Ryan Weathers in this bullpen. 
great game for Luis Camposano. More on him coming up later. Now let's go back to New York, here from Padres manager Bob Melvin after tonight's win. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Bob, nice bounce back victory for you guys tonight. We'll start with Ryan Weathers. He got himself into some trouble in the first inning right there, but what did he show you being able to get out of that? Yeah, that was huge. You know, and, and you know, at some point in time, you know, the velo's 92, 93, and all of a sudden it was 96, 97. And, and after that, too, the velo came up. So we obviously got a little injection of some adrenaline there. But you get tested in the first inning here in a place like that. Uh, really showed me a lot being able to get out of it. How meaningful was it that he was able to get out of that jam using his secondary pitches as well, a change up for Alonzo and a, a slider to get the double play? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what's going to tell the tale with him. I mean, his, if he throws his breaking stuff for strikes and gets a couple of, you know, has three pitches that he can throw for strikes and feel confident in, his fastball is going to play that much better. Yeah. Manny coming up big for you tonight as well, a big situation. Yeah, you know, you kind of expect. He hasn't been swinging the bat really well and been getting some swings that we haven't seen out of him much, you know, off balance. But then you get in a situation like that, ramps up a little bit, gets a huge hit for us because, you know, offensively we, were, we weren't doing much to that point. Things got a little bit shaky there in the ninth, but overall the job by your bullpen tonight? It was fantastic, you know, really starting with, Honeywell, again, who's doing a great job for us. So, you know, he's, he's in a little bit more of a prominent role at this point in time, plus games after the fifth inning. You know, we'll see where it goes with it, but he's done a nice, really nice job at this point. Can you take us through the decision to go Garcia, then Wilson? Yeah, the righties. I like the righties for Garcia there. We knew we were going to get Alonzo and Canna, um, you know, and then had Fam too, as long as we had uh, Hill up as well. So that's, that's why we used him there. There's a lot of things Andrew can do. His his power being what it's been so far. Is that even maybe taking you a little by surprise or No, I've seen it enough. I mean he's he's a thirty home run, hundred RBI guy, you know, in his good years. So it's one of the reasons you get him. He's a true two way player that and not only that, gets really big hits as he has already this year a few times. How different a pitcher is Weathers now than when you first saw him fourteen or fifteen months ago? Uh, way different. So, I mean, it was just fastballs. It was not great command. You know, he had a really hard year last year. Didn't put up great numbers in AAA. Gave up a lot of homers. I think he went home in the offseason and said, I got to do some things differently and fight a little harder, um, you know, than I have been. So, no expectations for him. Came in wanting to earn a job, and he did. You had said that some of the decisions on how much Camposano would play would be based on his performance yeah. at the plate. What? Well, not just on the plate, behind the plate. So I could have run for him at second base, you know, to try to get another run that inning, but he's been doing a nice job for us behind the plate too. You know, every game he started at this point, we've won. So, and those games, getting through games like that are going to be big for him. I'm, I've been impressed. And you said the righties, does the, the part in the order play any part with Garcia? Yeah. Seven, two. Okay. yeah. The part of the order. Correct. Yeah. Yep. And it's not like, I mean, that's middle of the order righties, so guys with some power. You have some relievers with some pretty hard stuff, unique stuff. What do you think Luis is you know, learning, being out there for late in most games, catching some of those guys too? You mean Campy? Yeah. Well, that, that was the thing. You know, last year we, we, you know, we feel great about the game plan with the starters. It was the bullpen guys that, you know, you have to have game plans with everybody. So, you know, up to that point, that's where he struggled a little bit. but. He, how many we get four relievers today to close out the game or plus guys that we're using at this point 
was always engaged in signs and everything getting from me. Um, so it's, it's significant strides. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse in New York City. Padres win it 4-2 to two against the Mets in the middle game of this three-game series. Really, really good win for the Padres here tonight as the Padres again improved to 7-5. and five. A lot of good stuff there from Bob Melvin. We'll talk about what Bob Melvin had to say, give you my thoughts about today's game and your phone calls coming up. We have a few people already waiting on hold, so hang with us. 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. If you want to get involved, we have more phone calls coming in. I love it. Love the interaction. It's great. Uh, We'll start taking your phone calls when we come back. I'm also going to put a player of the game poll up on my Twitter at Sammy Lev. And I have to admit, I did it already, but then I had to delete it because, well, I had to delete it because, well, number one, I was doing it kind of kind of uh, uh, in a commercial break, so that's never a great idea. But my options were Ryan Weathers, Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts, and the Padres' bullpen. Now, I think you could make an argument there for any of those four, but the the problem here is is that Luis Campusano has to be on this list too, and I, I left him off by, by mistake um, because I was doing it so quickly. So I don't know. I've got to sit here and think about how I'm going to make this poll, how I'm going to add more than – Four options, but maybe I take the bullpen out because it is player of the game. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, I'm going to put that up again. It'll be Weathers, Machado, Bogarts, and Campusano. Those will be the four options. That was my that was a bad mistake on my part the first time. How could I leave Luis Campusano off this poll? I was just talking about him uh, earlier with how good he was here tonight, and he caught the pitching staff in addition to getting a team-high three hits. So, I'll have the poll up. We'll take your phone calls. We'll break it down. We'll do our nightly awards. We will roll on on our post-game show. Final score, San Diego 4, New York 2. Coming back after this on the Padres Radio Network. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Postgame show continues on the Padres radio network. Again, the final score, the Padres four and the New York Mets two in New York today. Padres bounce back after losing the opener of this three game series yesterday. Final totals again for San Diego, four runs, nine hits, no errors. And for the Mets, two runs, five hits and no errors. Still a lot to do on our postgame show. We heard from Padres manager Bob Melvin before the break. Uh, if you missed that, it will be posted shortly after I'm off air on my Inside San Diego Baseball podcast feed. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you hear your podcasts. And I've mentioned this a few times on air. I should mention it more. One of the new things we're doing this year is posting all of my pregame segments, so that includes Bob Melvin's pregame media availability, any interviews I do, the media scrums inside the clubhouse, all the stuff we usually do on the pregame show. That's on that podcast feed, and 
full replays of my post-game show, including my thoughts, the highlights, Jesse Agler's calls, Bob Melvin's post-game media availability, all of it, full post-game show is posted there every single night. At the latest, it's up first thing in the morning after a night game. So um, I I really highly encourage you to check it out. Of course, we want you to tune in live to our post-game show. But just so you know, if you ever miss any part of my post-game show, it is on the Inside San Diego Baseball podcast feed. And if you search for it on the Odyssey app or uh, wherever you listen to your podcast and it doesn't come up, here's an easy way to find it. Go to 97.3thefansd.com, go to podcast, and then select the Inside San Diego Baseball with Sam Levitt podcast channel. Subscribe so you never miss it. Tons of great stuff on there every single day. And I will tell you, there are things we have on there that are up there first before anybody else in this media market. Things like Bob Melvin's pregame media availability. It's going to be up there first. So I'm just telling you, we have some great stuff up there. The first place you'll find a lot of this stuff. The first place you'll find radio highlights. So anyway, my point is, if you have not subscribed to the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast feed, that is where you can find really all my pregame and postgame coverage all year long. We will take your phone calls coming up here in a second, 833-288-0973. The phone number, again, 833-288-0973. Gonzo, Adam, Mike, uh, Keith, uh, I know you're on hold right now. We will get to your phone calls coming up here in just a little bit. I do want to circle back to some of the main themes from this Padres win here tonight. There was a ton to talk about. There really was. Let's begin with Ryan Weathers, who put together a really good outing here tonight. Five innings, one earned run. On the surface, you say it's a good outing. You know, typically a a great outing. A starting pitcher goes a little bit deeper. But that's if you're not looking at the context of what happened at different points in this outing. The first inning, I mean, this game could have totally changed in the first inning, had things gone differently. Weathers walks Brandon Nimmo, gives up an infield single to Starling Marte, walks Francisco Lindor, but then bounces back to strike out Pete Alonso, tough hitter, and get a double play off the bat of Mark Canna. Inning over, no damage. That was enormous in the grand scheme of this game. Then Weathers settles in. One, two, three, second. One, two, three, third. In the fourth inning, gives up the single to Lindor, single to Alonzo. Okay, runners on first and second, nobody out. But picks off Alonzo for out number one. Gets the sack fly to right field from Canna. Lindor scores from third base, one nothing Mets. A ground out from McNeil, inning over. A perfect inning, no, but what did he do? He limited the damage, and then the fifth inning, one, two, three frame, strikes out Alvarez to end the inning. So look, all in all, for a young starting pitcher, I thought a really impressive outing here tonight. What he did in the first inning, what he did in the fourth inning, look, that's a part of pitching. Navigating through trouble, limiting damage, and that is what Ryan Weathers did in this start here tonight. Let's talk about the offense before we get to the bullpen. Number one, it was great to see Manny Machado come up with a big two-run double. That was a huge hit in this game. In the fifth inning, gave the Padres a 2-1 to lead. We talked in the pregame show. While Manny's been hitting, he hasn't been really slugging, so it was good to see him pick up an extra base hit. A big extra base hit, drove in two runs 
That's what you expect from Manny. No surprise there. And I'm sure he's going to really get it going here soon. Xander Bogarts. And actually, before I get to Bogarts, I got to get to Luis Camposano. Let's start with the offense for Luis Camposano. A single in the second, single in the fifth inning, double in the ninth inning. Scores two runs in the game. He starts the rally with a leadoff single in the fifth inning. He starts the rally with a leadoff double in the ninth inning. Enormous, enormous performance by Luis Camposano. Three hits, he caught the pitching staff, more on them in a second. But he sparked both offensive rallies. Luis Camposano did three hits. Great game for Luis Camposano. Xander Bogarts has had an awesome start to his Padres career. No secret at this point. His fourth home run in the ninth inning with that two-run shot makes it a three-run game, and it ended up being so, so important because of what happened in the ninth inning. Before the ninth inning, great to see Brent Honeywell, a 1-2-3 sixth inning. More good work by him. Luis Garcia works around a two-out single in the seventh inning. Steven Wilson walks a couple of guys. Has two on, two out against Francisco Lindor in a one-run game, remember, at that point in the eighth inning. Strikes out Lindor to end the inning. That was enormous. And then we go to the ninth inning. Padres leading 4-1. to one. Josh Hader walks Alonzo. The strikeout of Canna, but remember, Canna appeared he got hit by the pitch and swung at the same time at strike three. Buck Showalter comes out. They're deliberating. The umpires are deliberating. All in all, with that and the review, Josh Hader's standing around for, I don't know, four or five minutes, maybe more. Then he walks McNeil, two on, one out, RBI single to Fam. Runners on first and second, still one out. Padres leading four to two. Gets the ground out from Nito. Back to Hader. Can't turn two on it, so the, the two runners move up. It was Fam to second, McNeil to third. So that spot right there, runners on second and third, a two-run lead, tying run on second base, facing the young catcher, Francisco Alvarez, who we mentioned in the pregame, getting a start here tonight, 21 years old, number one prospect in baseball. Everybody believes his bat is major league ready, and he strikes him out, ends the game. So for Josh Hader, was he perfect tonight? No, but does what great closers do. Battles through adversity, strands runners on, picks up his fourth save. He's perfect. Four for four in save opportunities. Padres win it four to two. Just in a lot of facets tonight, a really good win. I just, a really good win tonight for the Padres. I think this is one to smile about. And especially, again, going all the way back to what Ryan Weathers did. I mean, I just thought it was really impressive. And you pair that with the first outing. Against Arizona, five innings, two runs. You have to be really happy with what Ryan Weathers has done the early part of this season. I won't even get into when Musgrove comes back, uh, you know, maybe Weathers goes to the bullpen, all of that. Let's focus on the here and now. Here tonight, he battled his way through five innings and made sure this team was right in the game. And Manny Machado hits the double in the fifth inning, and he picks up a win. So he was really good tonight. And uh, this was a a nice game for the Padres in a number of respects. And I'll get to the phone calls in a second, 833-288-0973. Here's the other thing I really like just as of late, the bullpen. I mean, Brent Honeywell looked really good again here tonight. The bullpen yesterday, very different game, did a pretty nice job. You know, what the bullpen did on Sunday against the Braves with Toppy and Chris Matt, 
holding on to a lead, getting it to Hater on Saturday against the Braves. You know, the game where Martinez on Friday in Atlanta can't get out of the fifth inning. Bullpen picks him up, including Brent Honeywell. I mean, I, I love what I've seen from Honeywell on this road trip. So there's a lot of positives there as well. So really good win. And and let's be honest, tomorrow is an opportunity for the Padres to make this a great road trip. Going 5-2 and two against these two teams this early in the year on the road, that would be a great road trip. A great road trip. So... We'll see. Padres have already secured a winning road trip, so that's good. It's already a good road trip, I guess you could say, but the Padres could make it a great road trip with a win in the rubber game tomorrow. All right, we've got a lot of folks waiting on hold for a while here, so I want to uh, get to some of the phone calls here. Let's go to Gonzo, who's calling in from Ocean Beach. Hi, Gonzo. Welcome to our Padres Radio Network postgame show. How are you? I'm doing all right, Sammy. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Uh, enjoyed a nice day uh, here in San Diego. Now talking some baseball, what could be better? Um, well, you hit everything on the head, but two things that I thought you might have missed, mm-hmm. take this out. Uh, Crony getting on base. I think he, he was on base the first three at-bats. I don't know about the fourth one, but mm-hmm. on base. Mm-hmm. And then what about Hassan Kim's defense, though, because – he was the one that did the single player double play to get Weathers out of the first inning, correct? Yeah, look, you made two really good points there, Gonzo, and appreciate the call. Good points, good points. Uh, Cronenworth was on three times, a single in the second, walk in the fourth inning, hit by a pitch in the eighth inning. And then Kim, you're right, had the double play. Yeah, turn. well, hold on. Yeah, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Yes, made a great play in the first inning on that can of ground ball and helped Ryan Weathers through that inning. Absolutely great point, Gonzo. That was a big play by Kim, and good job by Cronenworth getting on as well. So two good points, and you're right. If you go back, you look at the replay, that was that was a, a tough double play for Hassan Kim, kind of moving to his right then having to kind of redirect, get to the base, make a strong throw to first base. You're right. Ryan Weathers uh, owes Hassan Kim there because he uh, made a really nice play behind him. Let's go to Adam, who's calling in from Spring Valley. Hi, Adam. How are you? Good, Sammy. How you doing? Doing well, Adam. Hey, uh, yeah. So I just wanted to weigh on a in on a couple of qu- um, things. Um, one of them, you know, Campy. I really want to see him get more uh, playing time, more game time. Um, Nola has been beat up, and when Nola's beat up, he doesn't have the strength, you know, to really and do anything with the ball. You know, even when he's fully healthy, he doesn't have the pop. I mean, you know, I, I really liked how Campy's been looking behind the plate. And the one thing is, even when he goes into a slump, you feel good about him up at the plate because you know he can he can take the ball yard mm-hmm. at any moment. And so we, we saw his his bat, um, one of his contacts was like 105 uh, miles per hour, I mean, off the bat. So I really like Campy. He's, he really looks like he's matured, really looking good behind the plate. And then the other thing I kind of wanted to bring up is, you know, with uh, Musgrove kind of being, um, you know, sidelined for a little bit, it's actually given us a pretty good opportunity to kind of see Weathers um, in the starting role and mm-hmm. see what he's kind of had. I mean, I, I've got to admit, coming into the season, I was kind of disappointed that he was even going to get an opportunity. But, you know, so my apologies. But if he – I mean, it's going to be a good thing maybe seeing him get another start, see how he does on, an, on, on his next one. And then I might be looking at – you know, moving Martinez, putting my uh, junior uh, uh, manager hat on. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see maybe Martinez go back into the bullpen 
give some length and some maybe, you know, where maybe the starter doesn't give you, you know, five innings. And Martinez can kind of come in there, steady the ship. He can You can use him in a lot of different situations there. And then you can kind of use Weathers as that, hey, he's your sixth man, but then you know if there's an off day, you can sit him, kind of like they did with Maury Hone a little bit, where you can kind of sit him, um, you know, for a week and kind of let the other starters get their spot in the rotation. That's uh, ultimately kind of what I would like to see going forward, but obviously it's only been a couple starts for each of these guys, so – you know, it'd be nice to kind of get another look at them and see what they can do. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it all, you know, shuffles out in the rotation. And, and uh, Adam, appreciate the call. We'll see how it all shuffles out in the rotation. You know, when Joe Musgrove comes back, look, is it possible that Nick Martinez goes to the bullpen at some point this year? If Look, even if the Padres decide at some point this year they want to go to a five-man rotation, everybody's healthy. That means somebody's uh, going to leave the rotation, and you would imagine just based on – you know, the track records, it would be Martinez or Lugo, who, you know, you're not quite sure in the grand scheme of things how many innings ultimately he can throw. But but for right now, as Bob Melvin has said, they're, you know, they're just uh, having Seth Lugo do his thing and go out there and pitch like a starter. Um, so we'll see how the, the rotation part shuffle, shuffles out. Two things on, on what you said. Number one, I agree. We talked about it, I, I believe Jesse and I did, before his first start on Monday against Arizona more than a week ago, that this was a great opportunity for Ryan Weathers to A, show what he can do, and B, with some of the adjustments he's made, the new windup, Bob Melvin has talked about his attitude in spring training, what they've liked about his mindset, the way he came into Peoria, you know, an, a good opportunity to, to go show it, show what you can do. And credit to Ryan Weathers, because I thought tonight he really did that well. He really did. I mean, the situation he got out of in the first inning, I mean, that was enormous. That's a huge moment in this game. So I agree with you on that. Great opportunity for Ryan Weathers to show what he can do. With Luis Campusano, look, he if he hits the way he did tonight, he's going to play more and more. So, you know, Austin Nola is going to play a lot here, I think, at this point still, but... Luis Campisano, we know the improvements he's made behind the plate, and we know, and I've said this before, you know, Campisano, this guy was a really, really, really highly touted hitting prospect and did some great things in the minor leagues. And he and he has never really been given the opportunity to play anywhere close to consistent uh, consistently at the big league level. And tonight, look, he hits the way he did tonight. It's going to get very hard to keep him out of the lineup. Hit the ball hard. And again, started two huge rallies in this game for the Padres. So I'm I'm very very excited to see what Luis Campisano can do. And you know, and, and hey, if he if he hits the way he did tonight, you're not going to be able to keep him out of that lineup. So uh, a really good night for Luis Campisano, and he caught a staff that uh, did what Ryan Weathers did and got out of jams. So all in all, a very very good night for Luis Campisano. Let's go to Mike, who's calling in from Mission Valley. Hi, Mike. Hey guys, um, listen, I appreciate, you know, you're real positive here in the Padre family. I've been watching the Padres. Listen, it's, uh, I got some criticism here, but I want to make it constructively. So please hear me for a second. Mm -hmm. We as a family got to look at some of the weaknesses that are happening. And this is some of the things I have to bring up. Okay. There's a lot of positives. Mm -hmm. Capensano, Mm -hmm. as you all mentioned, et cetera. So let Mm -hmm. me just get to the call. Hang on with some reality here. Now I'm furious about who's managing what, when it comes to small ball. 
Padres have to generate runs. You can't wait for home runs. We got a bunt in the ninth inning with a gift on second base. Nobody out on second, and they're swinging away mm. again. I'm throwing the phone. I'm yelling at the phone. I'm watching the game, game cast, and I can't tolerate this garbage. Bunt the guy to third. Let's get the sacrifice fly and get the insurance run. Stop. Whoever's Melvin doing it, I don't know who's not interjecting the correct call, but you got to fundamentally bunt. Arizona is going to be very good this year because these rabbits bunt and they're fundamentally sound in everything. And I think the Padres can't sit there and wait to swing away like our 190 hitting Soto just waiting for a home run. This guy, I would put him in sixth and bat. He's a cog in the offense. I love what Bogart is doing. I love a lot of good things with Campesano and everything, brother. But as a family, listen, I'm telling you, if we don't bunt and learn to fundamentally bunt and, and, and our manager wake the hell up and bunt when it's needed, you can need insurance runs, my friend. We yeah. can't just sit there and wait for a home run. I've had it with this team already. Okay. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm an easygoing guy, and I love it, fan. But I, I tell you, it's it's frustrating to watch no fundamentals with this team just swinging away. Okay. That's Mike, my- Mike, appreciate the call. Look, uh, let's just talk about the ninth inning with the bunt, and there was a, there was a lot in that call. But let's talk about the ninth inning because Campusano doubles. It's a one-run game. Look, the old-school way of thinking, you bump the guy over. A, it's just not the way a lot of teams play. I don't, you know, I don't have a great answer for you on that. It's just not the way a lot of teams play. Um, the, the other part of it's the bottom of the lineup. It's just it's not what they elected to do. And it's it's just not the way teams play in 2023. And look, I, I know there's a lot of fans of small ball out there. Look, it's a way to play that with an with an insurance run on base. There's no doubt. Mike, you're right. It's an option. But it's not the way that they, they've played it. They didn't do a lot of that last year. And and quite frankly, a lot of guys don't bunt that much anymore. And you've got a guy in Grisham there that's hit the ball well, a lefty. You can pull the ball to the right side, try to get the runner over that way. You know, it's just not the way a lot of teams play these days. And look, it's an option there with an insurance run. It is. But, you know, that's the ninth inning. As far as the rest of it, I mean, Mike, we're 12 games in. I mean... You know, they've played with good fundamentals so far this year. They're sitting at 7-5. and five. It hasn't been perfect. I've said this a bunch of times over the course of the last week. It hasn't been perfect. We understand that. But, I mean, it's. It, it, I, I don't think there's any, uh, there's any panic button to push at this point. Um, you know, Soto, you, you, I mean, they're not dropping him in the lineup. You got you to gotta keep him out there and keep him where he is and, and understand that that this guy has been a great hitter, has been a great start to this year overall, no, but we're 12 games in. I mean, anyway. it's Look, it, 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 all, it all hasn't been perfect, but to say that there's no fundamentals, I mean, they've played pretty clean fundamental baseball. I mean, the games they've lost, it's been more about the bullpen. So... You know, I, I just, again, look, the ninth inning part of everything Mike said there, it's a way to play it, and there are a lot of people out there that want to see it played that way. Get the runner over, drop down a bunt, you've got a big insurance run. All I can tell you tonight is that they got the run in anyway, so I don't know. 
In that case, with two outs, swinging for the fences worked. As Bogarts hit it a long way, it's a way to play it. But a lot of teams don't play that way anymore. It's just not the way they play. And Grisham, maybe they're you know, I, 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 you know, maybe they're thinking he can roll one over to the right side at the very least. But you know, the, the rest of it, we're twelve games in. They're seven and five. They're playing pretty well. Has it been perfect? No, but anyway. All right, uh, we will. Hmm, do we want to take more phone calls here? Hmm, I'm looking at my uh, board here. I'm not sure who uh, who uh, line five is, Maddie. So um, uh, we'll we'll wait to put them on air. We got a couple more coming in, so we'll get back to the phone calls here in a second as we reset. We're doing uh, our best here on the post game show. Let's tell you a little bit about who went deep in the majors today with our home run tally. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin-crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. We take a look at the Home Run Tally, tell you about some players that went deep around the major leagues today. Rookie Ji-Hwan Bay went deep for the Pittsburgh Pirates, a three-run home run in the ninth inning for Pittsburgh. Luis Arise had a home run for the Miami Marlins, part of a cycle for Miami in an 8-4 win over the Philadelphia Phillies. And those were a couple of guys who went yard today. We'll take a deeper look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a little bit. Again, the final, Padres 4, Mets 2. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game. Got to go with Ryan Weathers here tonight. Five innings, one earned run given up, three hits allowed, walked two, struck out three, 89 pitches, and again, the line doesn't tell the full story for Weathers tonight. Getting out of a bases loaded, nobody out jam in the first inning, limiting damage with two on, and nobody out in the fourth inning to just a single run. Big parts of this game for Ryan Weathers here tonight. And Ryan Weathers, our ace pitcher of the game, picks up his first win of 2023, improves to 1-0. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. We will take more of your phone calls coming up, 833-288-0973, the phone number. Again, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. I did put up that player of the game poll on my Twitter. It was only 15 minutes long. Is the poll over? It is. It was, wow. You know what? This is an interesting poll. I should have put it out for longer now in retrospect. But I'm a little surprised at who the fans voted for. Hmm, I'm going to have to see if I have uh, executive veto power, maybe, of the player of the game poll. So we'll get to that when we come back. We'll also take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, continue to break this one down. Final score in New York, Padres 4, Mets 2. Our post-game show continues on the Padres Radio Network. (laughs) 
Padres win it 4-2 over the New York Mets at City Field in Queens, New York. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Inside our San Diego studios, Padres improved to 7-5. With the win, Mets dropped to 6-6. Six and six. And now the Padres will have an opportunity to get a series win in New York tomorrow. And as I said earlier, make this... Go from a, a good road trip, it's a winning road trip at this point, to a great road trip. You win two series on the road against these two teams. It's early. we got a long way to go. We get that. But that's a really, really good road trip if the Padres can do that tomorrow. So we'll see. Pitching matchup tomorrow. Blake Snell on the mound for the San Diego Padres. Right-hander Tyler McGill on the mound for the New York Mets. And it's an early start time tomorrow. For you Ben and Woods fans out there, good news. Well, maybe not good news because you, you lose an hour of Ben and Woods, but you do get me in the 9 a.m. hour of usual Ben and Woods time. 9-10 pregame show start time. First pitch at City Field at 10-10 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow. So uh, looking forward to that rubber game of this three-game series. We will tell you about our player of the game, relief pitcher of the game, out-of-town scoreboard here in just a second. I do want to get some more of your phone calls, 833-288-0973. And before I I go back to the phones, I just want to say it's been awesome with the phone calls so far this year. And uh, the the great Maddie Rhodes, who is who is uh, studio coordinating today. I think Maddie would agree. I mean, we had nights where we'd, we would get a lot of phone calls, but it's been at a different level so far this year with the interaction. And I can just tell people on Twitter are listening. People were uh, tweeting me about Mike's phone call. <laughs> that was something. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's great to hear the interaction all the way around. It's great to hear interaction. If you're happy about things, frustrated about things, uh, great to... Uh, you know, just great to uh, to interact with all of you on a nightly basis. Uh, no doubt about that. All right, let's go back to the phones. We go to, well, I'm going to be honest with you here. We have a caller on line five. We believe they're calling in from Ramona, but uh, not sure of the name. Caller, you are on the line. Let's see if we got the right one. Um, Hi, yeah, this is Ryan. Ryan. Ryan and Ramona? Yes, sir. All right. Great. Ryan, what's up? Sorry, uh, we had a little uh, technical malfunction here with the board. I don't know why your name's not popping up, but good to talk to you, Ryan. And what's up? How are you? Hi, I just wanted to base off first that I love what you're doing here, and I, I love the network. Keep going. Thank you very much, Ryan. Appreciate that. Um, but I just was wondering, I just do you think the Padres will be going in nervous and stressed out tomorrow because they really want this road win? and that maybe Snell will be nervous and that um, with the whole World Series talk with them, they just can't, they're going to come out a little nervous tomorrow and, and not maybe maybe play really well and then maybe lately get stressed out or something. I, just, I, I don't know. I think that they really want this, but they get, might get nervous from what the pressure they have on. You, you think the Padres might get nervous and the Mets might get yeah, nervous? Yeah, the Padres. Okay. The Padres. Well, you know, look, I, I think I think Ryan, and thank you for the call. I think Ryan, these are uh, these are major league baseball players. They're all stars, and and one thing I don't really worry about with these guys, a lot of them, I can't speak for all of them, uh, across major league baseball, they deal with what they got to do really well. It's 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 extraordinary talent. It is, and I've said this for for many years. But what these guys do in front of the millions of people they 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 do it in front of, 
And to pull off the physical feats they do, it is remarkable. It really is. And to stay calm in the situations they're in with that kind of pressure, it is something that only a handful of people can do on this earth. And uh, I'm not worried about them in that sense. I think they'll be okay. A lot of these players have been in very, very important scenarios in the postseason, in the World Series. It's uh, I'm not worried about them, Ryan. Uh, you know what? You can worry about the, the execution of what they do, how they play. But as far as being nervous or stressed out, I wouldn't worry about that. I think they're I think they're going to be all right. They're uh, they're big league ball players. They, they know what they're doing. All right. Let's go to uh, Doug, who's calling in from San Marcos. Hi, Doug. Sam, how you doing, buddy? Talked to you a couple of times. Oh, I'm doing well, Doug. How are you? Good to hear from you again. Hey, yeah, 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 absolutely, man. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm kind of chuckling here. Um, the Padres are fine. You know, we got one of the best managers in baseball today. And uh, everybody's got to relax. My goodness, 12 games. Come on. <laughs> you know, we, we got a great ball club here. We got one of the best lineups. We got awesome pitching staff, and uh, you know what? Everybody relax in San Diego. My goodness, I've been a fan <laughs> since '72, and we're just fine. Let it play out, and none of these guys are thinking about the World Series. I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's April. What is it? It's April 11th. And Doug, appreciate the call. It's uh, look. I said it last night. I've said it a few times now. Has it been a perfect start to the year? No. But it's been pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, 7-5, and five, it could be better. You know, missing Robert Suarez, I think, has been a big, you know, a big missing piece in that bullpen. Had he been around, you know, maybe you, you would have stole another win or two. But has it been perfect? No. There have been good things. There have been some not-so-good things. But... Just on this road trip, again, especially if they win tomorrow, that's a really good trip. I, I don't know how you're a Padres fan. At this point of the road trip, forget about tomorrow. I can't be fairly happy with what they've done. I mean, 4-2, and two, we'll see if they can get it to 5-2 and two tomorrow. You know, a lot of positives tonight. Hasn't been perfect, but it's a long year. I mean, we're 12 games in. So, you know, buckle up for the long haul. You're going to have ups and downs and... I've said it so many times in the post game, and, and I'll tell you, it's been a very different feel, you know, as far as uh, the calls and things like that. People really care about this baseball team. Not that they didn't last year. They did, of course. But the high expectations, the money this team's investing, people want to win, and they want to win big, and they want to win a lot of games. So I understand the passion, and you can you can call me on this post game anytime, and, and we'll talk, and I love the passion. I love the energy, but it is 12 games in, so been pretty good and we'll see what they do tomorrow in new york let's go to roman who's calling in from new jersey hi roman sammy levitt how you doing oh, i'm doing well roman how are you on the east coast uh my my good. neck my neck of the woods over there originally that's right that's right that's right yeah i i'm actually driving back from the game so oh, i'm wow. actually under the gwb so i might lose the call so i apologize in advance but uh-huh. um the vibes were just great at the game. There were so many Padres fans, and there was just so much love going around. Um, at times, their cheers outweighed the section that I was in, uh, like with the Mets fan cheers, and it's just good to be a part of this. Um, lots of love going around. Great win. I can't wait to see how far we go with this. Yeah, that's uh, great to hear, Roman. And how many fans would you say were there? I mean, if you had to drop a number, what would you say? 
Um, I would say a good maybe like from like what I saw, maybe fifteen to twenty percent. It was a, really? it was a, it was more than it was for the wild card game three that I was at last wow. year. So uh yeah, it was actually pretty impressive. That's great. That's great. Well, uh good on the Padres fans out there for for showing up and Roman appreciate the call. Have a safe drive home, uh and uh we'll talk to you again down the road. Um, that's great to hear. That's great to hear. And hey, if it was really fifteen percent, twenty percent, that's a lot. Especially three thousand miles away. But again, you know, a lot of people from Southern California that live in New York and in, in the tri-state area. So uh, good to hear you had a good time, Roman. Uh, we get calls like that here on the post game occasionally from people uh, driving home from the away ballparks, people that went to uh, see the Padres on the road. So that's great stuff. Really, really good. And uh, appreciate you calling in and glad you had a good time. All right, let's continue on with the post game show. Tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. This is a tough one here tonight. We have options. Honeywell, one, two, three, uh, sixth inning. Garcia works around the one-out single. Uh, that wasn't that much of a, a jam or anything, so no Garcia. Steven Wilson, big strike out of Lindor with runners on first and second in that eighth inning. It's a one-run game at that point. He's an option. Hater gives up the run, a hit, a couple of walks, strands the tying run on second base. Hmm really like what kind of performance are you looking for you know what i'm going brent honeywell brent honeywell it's a one run game at that point great inning 12 pitches a strikeout nimo Marte, lindor not an easy part of the lineup brent honeywell our relief pitcher of the game certainly big moments later from wilson and hater but brent honeywell our relief pitcher of the game. I think he deserves it here tonight. All right. I put out my player of the game poll on Twitter. Where did I put my phone where I can see the poll? No, oh, it's all the way over there. All right. One second. Grab, grab my phone. <laughs> it, it's easiest to look at the polls I found uh, on my phone. So let's see. Before we get into our player of the game, the poll is over. Hmm. Interesting. I'm a little surprised at at who, uh, well, not surprised, but this was a, a tough decision. All right, let's tell you about our Padres Radio Network player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Camposano at second, two outs. Here's the 1-1 pitch. That's it in the air deep down the left field line. Tommy Pham going back. He is looking up. This one going to go way up and out here at City Field. Bogarts again. His fourth home run of the season. A two-run shot. And it will not be a one-run game in the bottom of the ninth inning. The Padres now lead 4-1. to one. Xander Bogarts. Voted by you, the fans, on Twitter, our player of the game. The two-run home run in the ninth inning ended up being a huge moment in this ball game here tonight. Made it a 4-1 game. Padres ended up needing that insurance. Xander Bogarts 
See, I should have left the poll up for longer, admittedly. There are only 339 votes. We're usually at more than that. But 36% of the vote went to Bogarts. 31% went to Weathers. 27% went to Campusano. And Manny got 6%. So, Bogarts, the winner, our player of the game here tonight. I got to go with what the fans want, what they vote on. Now, if I were picking here tonight, while I think all three are worthy, I'd probably say Weathers, Campisano, Bogarts are the most worthy out of the four. I would... I might give it to Luis Campisano. The three hits started both rallies they scored. Caught the pitching staff in those big moments. I think I would have given it to Camposano tonight. Certainly Weathers, make a case for. Bogarts, make a case for. But the problem is I can't put out the poll on Twitter and then not use the poll result, right? I mean, Matty, you agree with that? I can't put the poll out and then not use the poll result. Although I think last year there may have been a time or two where I put the poll out and I just didn't want, I was not interested in the poll answer and I just, I vetoed. I used my power. But this early in the season, I can't do that. Xander Bogarts, our player of the game. Before we go here tonight, we will maybe take another phone call before we go. Uh, Do we want to take this phone call here, Maddie? Maybe we do. What do you think, Maddie? All right, you know what? Let's do the. <laughs> we're just we're just rolling here. We're rolling. All right, let's take a look at the out of town scoreboard. Then maybe take a phone call. Then say goodbye. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the out of town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. All right, we will take a phone call coming up here. We've decided. Taking a look at the out-of-town scoreboard games going on right now. Cardinals leading the Rockies 9-6 in Colorado in the ninth inning. Angels leading the Nationals 2-0 in Anaheim. Sixth inning there. Brewers ahead of the Diamondbacks 5-0 in Arizona. Seventh inning there. Giants leading the Dodgers 2-0 in the sixth inning in San Francisco. Finals already. Yankees beat up on the Guardians 11-2 in Cleveland. Orioles beating the A's 12-8 in Baltimore. Ryan Mountcastle had nine RBIs in that game for the Orioles in that 12-8 win. What a night. Pirates beat the Astros 7-4 in Pittsburgh. Rays beat the Red Sox 7-2 in Tampa. Marlins over the Phillies 8-4 in Philadelphia. Blue Jays beat the Tigers 9-3 in Toronto. Braves beat the Reds 7-6 in Atlanta. Twins over the White Sox 4-3 in 10 innings in Minnesota. Cubs beat the Mariners 14-9 in Chicago. Rangers over the Royals 8-5 in 10 innings in Arlington. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Tuesday in the major leagues. All right, taking a look ahead to tomorrow... Well, you know what? We have one more phone call here. We'll we'll go to the phones one more time. Let's go to, we believe it's uh, Joseph calling in. Hi, Joseph. Is uh, this Joseph calling in? Yes, it is. Hey, Joseph. How's it going? Welcome to the postgame show. Hey, what's going on, man? I got to agree with you. I'm going with Camp on uh, tonight. Camposano for player of the game? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I had to use the poll result. And, Joseph, appreciate the call. Uh, glad we could squeeze you in there. I had, to, I had to use the poll result, just what I had to do. But I would have said Campisano. I really would have, to be honest with you. I would have said Campisano. So, um, great night for him. Three hits. A couple of runs scored. And, and really, again, started those rallies. Not just three hits, but rally starting hits and caught the pitching staff. So he would have been my choice. But when we make all the final tallies at the end of the year, it's going to be Xander Bogarts on April 11th. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. All right, taking a look ahead to tomorrow, rubber game of this three-game series between the Padres and the Mets. Left-hander Blake Snell on the mound for the Padres. Right-hander Tyler McGill on the mound for the New York Mets. First pitch tomorrow, 110 in New York, 10-10 here in San Diego. So we will be up early with you. Our pregame coverage begins at 9-10. So Ben and Woods will have you from 6 to 9. I will have you from just after 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. And then and Jesse and Tony will have the ball game for you beginning at 10-10. So little Padres and pancakes tomorrow. First time we're doing that this season. Looking forward to it. All right, taking a look at the final totals in this ball game here tonight. For the Padres, four runs, nine hits, no errors. They left on seven. For the Mets, two runs, five hits, no errors. They left on seven as well. Winning pitcher was Ryan Weathers, who improves to 1-0. Losing pitcher was... David Peterson, who drops to 0-2. The save goes to Josh Hader, his fourth of the season. Time of game here tonight, two hours and 51 minutes, and the crowd at City Field in Queens, 30,769. Once again, first pitch tomorrow morning at 10.10 a.m. Our pregame coverage begins at 9.10. Until then, for our great studio coordinator, Maddie Rhodes, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the San Diego Padres 4 and the New York Mets 2. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.